Hi, this is Danielle Burnham, MOV doula and childbirth educator in the Mid-Ohio Valley with Sally Burke. Why do we hire care providers? What really is the value between having somebody with education and experience in clinical maternity care for us during pregnancy, birth, and postpartum? Most of us are choosing care providers because we just feel like that's what we're supposed to do. We feel like that's how we are kept safe, but we really don't understand what that means and what we're actually choosing. Why do we even think that that improves the health, the safety of ourselves and our baby? Have you ever really thought about that? So years ago, I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of years ago when tribal cultures were more common, there was typically a wise person in the community that would often attend a woman in birth. There was also often the mother, the uh, mother-in-law, um, that's, a, that's a modern terminology, um, not really the right terminology, but you can understand the relationship and that's what we're really looking at is the relationship. And um, sisters and friends in the village that would also support a birthing family. And their level of support would be different, but it was typically the women. And that's because they had an understanding of a woman's body and they often had birthed themselves. So many of the people that were attending births had already had that experience. So when we started looking at these cultures, we took our modern term of midwifery and applied that to the same people, all of those people that would attend a birth, we called them midwives. But the term midwife is very different in modern cultures compared to more ancient, more tribal cultures. A modern midwife has a very different level of skill, and it really doesn't matter what type of care that midwife provides. A modern midwife is almost always clinical in some way. They might be a little bit more hands-on. They might be a little bit more suggestive. Um, They might be more hands-off and stepping in the back and charting a lot. They might rely more on a team of care providers versus just one midwife. But all of them are providing some type of clinical care that wasn't really provided in older cultures. That doesn't necessarily mean that it is better or worse or good or bad. It's just a difference, and I think that that difference is important to understand when we use the term midwifery. And you'll also often hear the term like traditional midwife, somebody that tends to hold on to more holistic type values than maybe um, somebody that's more of a medical midwife. And there isn't one type of midwife that is right or wrong. It's mostly about Understanding that the term midwife means very, very different things, not only between our modern cultures and ancient cultures, but also within our modern culture. There are a lot of different types of midwives, and they and that's okay because that means that we have 
care providers for all of the different types of people and all of the different types of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum situations. So as a birth provider, as a care provider for maternity care, we shouldn't take that title ourselves and apply it to all of the different situations any more than what we would want our parents to understand that Yes, there is a certain type of care that you could probably expect from a modern care provider, but the title of that provider is kind of irrelevant. You really can't just find an obstetrician and expect them to work the same as other obstetricians. You can't just find any midwife and expect them to work the same as all the midwives, even if they hold to that belief of the midwifery model of care, because even within that so-called midwifery model of care, there are a lot of variations. So the ancient midwives, the more tribal midwives, were more like a very, a very educated doula. Our modern doulas focus a lot on physical and emotional care, and that is often needed in addition to your care provider, whether that's a midwife or an obstetrician, whether you're planning a home birth or birth center or a hospital birth, a doula's role is, is very different. And they sometimes overlap, but there's so much that a modern midwife does and needs to do, especially if she's licensed in, in whatever way, certified, licensed, um, there are certain things that she needs to do to hold up to her licensure because she has by taking on that license, she has said, I am accepting this certain type of care, the certain quality of care that I'm going to provide to my clients. And within that, I'm going to do these certain things to prove that I am providing that type of care, as well as just for her own information and skills. There are certain types of things that um, a, a modern midwife does, a licensed midwife, a certified midwife does that can help her to improve her statistics, to improve her care to that family. So a more ancient midwife was not really a midwife. They didn't call themselves midwives. That's a modern terminology that we applied to a very broad range of providers or um, birth attendants. And the ancient midwives were more like the doulas, providing emotional and physical support, but coming from a very, usually, a very educated perspective. They were, just by default, more aware of wild medicinals, herbal remedies, natural remedies, how to use their hands, how to use their voice, and how to set up a space and what a mom intuitively needed, biologically needed to keep the birth space safe. So rather than approaching a birth in a way of, I can manage things if something bad happens, when you're in a setting that is not medical, where obviously many of those ancient tribal cultures were, you have to know how to prevent things from happening. You have to understand the physiology of birth, the instinctive, spiritual, biological needs of birth in order to prevent complications. So that means you were very on top of educating your clients about nutrition, 
about their emotional well-being and not just for the sake of writing things in a chart but because you knew that you needed to educate them on where they're doing well and educate them on where they need to improve and to provide them with how important it is for those things as a preventative measure. So a modern midwife, modern obstetricians, some of them take that same approach, but I would I would suffice to say that the majority of those midwives don't take that same approach. They take more of a charting approach where they're documenting what they're hearing. They're going to give a little bit of guidance, but it's not going to be spending a significant amount of time on just how important it is to live a healthy lifestyle. The more ancient midwives then during labor knew how important it was to not just come to the mom at the last minute, but to be available. Not, you know, they were living in cultural communities, tribal, literal villages, not just it takes a village, but they were right beside each other. They were within walking distance or not very far to drive anyway. It would have been easy to come and check on a mom if a mom felt like um, she needed some support. It would be easy for the mom to find the midwife, to just pop in and find that educated birth attendant, the herbal provider in the community, and get some herbs. She would have known herself what types of herbs would have been good for her. She would have already been living a lifestyle that was very movement-based and in a way that already supports the body. So she's starting from this level of a different kind of health than almost all modern women are starting from. And that's something that is important to remember when we look at why the studies support the fact that modern midwives do improve the safety of birth. Now, there's two factors to that. Number one is that most families that would have a birth unassisted, they are doing so in an unplanned situation. So they were expecting to have care. They were expecting maybe to pos likely be at the hospital. So if you're expecting to have medical care in a hospital for your labor, you are kind of by default going into your birth situation likely with a level of fear or a health risk that necessitates you feeling like you need to be in the hospital or you know needing to be in the hospital because of the certain type of care that you need for your health situation. So those births that are unplanned and expected to be in a medical environment are going to be more risky without a care provider and at home just because you have a level of fear and adrenaline is one of the biggest safety factors when it comes to influencing the safety of birth. The other aspect is that unplanned unassisted birth, many of those families are very well educated. So they are coming from a place of being more like the families that were comfortable birthing in their village at home from the ancient tribes. However, those families, those modern families, many of them are still coming from a history, like a life history, a genetic history, and their personal life history of living in our modern culture, which is fairly sedentary. 
even those that maybe run often, um, because in our culture we view runners, we view those that exercise a lot as being healthier, that doesn't necessarily mean that their pelvis, their um, baby is in a good position to support a smooth labor. So our modern culture, for most of us, we are starting from a different place of health. And that's something to keep in mind, that your health prior to pregnancy, your whole life has been leading up to birth. And what is really cool about that is that birth is mostly not risky, so much so that we can be in the state of health that we are and usually things go well. However, because we are coming at this from a different level of state of health and we are coming at this with a different level of knowledge of nutrition and knowledge of wild foods and medicinal herbs and simply even if we are eating healthy foods that are grown in our garden or healthy foods that are purchased from the store it's not the same as the type of nutrition that you're going to get from a wild foraged lifestyle so we are going to have different levels of food and even the amount of pollution it, these things are very subtle but over time over generations you lead up to the type of culture that we have to where even the wild foods are not as nutritious as what they once were because of the pollution our bodies can't even assimilate the nutrients like they used to because of the pollution because of the sedentary lifestyles the lack of hydration and the lack of not just clean water, but, you know, we have other cultures that they have to deal with clean water, but all, almost all of our water, all of our water is polluted. You either have the chemicals that are cleaning it in your urban water systems, or you have simply the pollution that just naturally exists in the modern world. So all of that puts our modern families at a different level of risk. And still, birth is fairly safe. Birth is as safe as life gets, as what is one is often quoted and and most things still normally go well but that is why midwifery care does improve the safety of birth because having a educate an educated birth attendant monitoring the signs that they are aware of because they've learned those signs they either grew up with it or they learned it by attending births they learned it by reading they learned it by taking classes workshops and they are monitoring something that most families are unaware of. So you have somebody looking for signs. Now, if your care provider is not attending you early enough to monitor those signs, or they're not focusing on prevention, they're just focusing on managing complications, then that's going to be a different level of safety. And there are various midwives that practice differently and some will manage with herbs and some will manage with medicine and some will manage with both and it's going into choosing a care provider for you and your baby for pregnancy and birth and postpartum you really really need to understand how that person cares for women and their families throughout the entire stage, how much attention they provide to all of the details. And really the big question is, is what does that care provider do routinely to educate their families on risk prevention and reducing fear? So 
that's where birth education and birth classes come into play is because we need our families to come into birth without fear. And we need our families to come into birth with a level of skill and knowledge that they don't just rely on one specific person because it's that specific person and they feel like they need that person there, but they're also not relying on just this team of people to help them like there's some helpless being that can't do anything for themselves. So think about that. How are you approaching this? Are you feeling you're, like you're going in and you know nothing? Or maybe you knew, know just a very little, or maybe you have a lot of fear because that's the part where you can take responsibility for increasing your knowledge and decreasing your fear. And then what is your personal situation? What is this pregnancy? What does this birth seem to look like for you? And it can be different than all of your other pregnancies and all of your other births. And you might need a different style of care, either emotionally, physically, or medically. So our modern midwives are doing things. And when we hire a modern care provider, whether that's a midwife or an obstetrician, we are hiring somebody to provide clinical care. If you are not looking for clinical care, then a care provider is not really necessary, right? Because our modern care providers are doing some of the basic things. They are checking vital signs, they are watching for signs of complications, and they are there to manage the complications. If your birth goes normal, perfect, no complications, then none of the monitoring and the midwifery skills are not needed because birth just happens, the baby comes out, you don't need somebody special there to separate the placenta from the baby as long as you you know, have that knowledge that those things physiologically happen themselves over time. And if you do want that extra set of clinical care, um, it's kind of hard to ask a clinical care provider to not do anything, to not be in your space at some time monitoring and watching for signs to prevent complications or to listen for baseline vital signs for on you and baby to see if there are variations that are abnormal and to prevent further complications. So there was a time when I felt like, yes, I want a midwife there, but I want them to leave me alone and I don't want them to do anything to me. But you really have to look at it from the other side and you can't expect a very medical care provider to practice in a non-medical way. They have a certain set of skills and a certain set of knowledge because they felt like that knowledge and set of skills was necessary, at least for a portion of families. And it is very valuable for families to hire care providers that specialize in the type of care that that family wants and the type of care that that family needs. Instead of asking all of the care providers to practice the exact same way. So the bottom line is there are going to be different care providers. They are all going to care for women in a very different way. And None of them are right or wrong. They are just different and, and useful in different situations. It's also useful to network with different types of perspectives and care providers so that you can have valuable information that might not be there otherwise because most of the situations you know, don't happen in that specific way. It's like asking a home birth midwife to attend a preterm birth at home and expecting to have NICU level care or asking your surgeon, 
your obstetrician to attend you in a home birth and expecting them to provide you with a hands-on non-management approach. What we really should expect from all care providers across the board is respect. And that can go from respect of just your basic human rights, being kind and respectful, but also respect that they will tell us when their skills are not valuable for certain types of pregnancies and births. And that might not mean that that person believes that all births need to happen in a hospital or all births need to happen at home. It's just that if you've not, if a care provider has not experienced certain types of birth, then they're not going to be skilled in that type of birth. And they might need to refer you to a completely different provider, a completely different setting, you know, moving from home to hospital or moving from hospital to home. And so go into having a consultation with multiple providers, at least talking to multiple providers on the phone and really being open to the fact that you are making a decision for the type of care that you want for you and your baby. And it's far beyond emotional. It is literally the way that somebody practices. And so I really think the, a really good question to ask a care provider is what do you do to prevent the risks from happening in pregnancy, birth, and postpartum? And that will give you a really good idea of what they do and then you can research their answer if you're not really in, if you're not really sure that you feel that type of prevention is best or if you're not really sure what that type of prevention does and they were unable to provide you with a good explanation um, and just for knowledge yourself research the answer before you make a decision if your care provider says well i prescribe everybody prenatal vitamins and i provide prenatal care well, what type of prenatal care? Is it emotional? Is it physical? Are we trying to put baby in a good position? Are we um, supporting women, creating these groups for healthy, wholesome pregnancies, and then supporting women through birth and postpartum as well? And, and what does that kind of care? So what do you do to prevent and monitor the health during birth and, and the six weeks postpartum and beyond? So if you would like more information about the differences in midwifery care and um, maternity care providers, as well as how they might be valuable and how they sometimes aren't valuable through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, then reach out at asalibirth.com. And I have virtual classes, I have online self-paced classes, as well as doula support and midwifery assistance in home births.